know, Uther. I intend to live forever. How dare you show your face here? Uh, faces. <laughs> Don't laugh at that, you idiot! A lot of story there, a lot of lore. Uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing, I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, episode 95. Ooh, getting close. The show that loves to hate a great villain. Each episode, we will check in, have some laughs, and talk all about the lore of Warcraft, one or two topics at a time. My name is Jin, and tonight I will be your main antagonist in this story. And what's a villain without their loyal henchman? It's Alec! <laughs> okay. <laughs> At least I'm loyal. Gosh. Yeah. I had to actually, you know, you, you don't know how much of a nerd I am. I, was, I literally Googled, what is a villain's sidekick? Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's a henchman. with henchmen. <laughs> I was like, okay, henchmen. But the henchmen feel like, not like the sidekick. They feel like they're minions all night. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. 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 That's what it feels like. <laughs> Google Google may have ruined it. Like I thought I thought they were gonna done it. Oh Google. Yeah. The Googs. The go- the Googs. The Googs. The Googs did ruined it. I better, I better <laughs> shut up and just Google home when everybody's gonna start yelling at me. <laughs> Sorry if, to everyone if we just triggered your your Googs. <laughs> you ever actually done that before? I want to trigger it again. Where you you try and say like, hey Googs, and see if it actually like responds to you. <laughs> Um, I feel like I tried once and it did not. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't. No. But no. now I feel like I need to try it again. I'm going to try it tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see. Speaking of trying it tomorrow. <laughs> okay. How have you been, what? Allie? <laughs> what am I trying tomorrow? Um, oh. How have I been? Well, I already talked about IOTC. We're doing this weekly now. It's a whole thing. We worked on some raid achievements. We didn't have enough people around to get the... AOTC for others yet because of life and stuff. But yeah, we worked on achievements. We got all of them in the raid except for the one for um, Thandral, Swift, what well, T-Swift, whatever the sure. second last boss's name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's what my guild calls it T-Swift. I, I don't know. Well, you know, it's Travis Kelsey's girlfriend, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> So if you go to do the second last boss's achievement... It's kind of cool. Like you have to go up and like we that those phases when you're going between platforms up in the trees, there's cute little whelplings you have to go collect. And there's six of them. You have to stay like the person who collects whelps has to stay alive at the end for the kill and everything. We stayed alive. We got six whelps. To our knowledge, we did everything right. And our tank had an add-on that lets you know when you complete the tasks and now you're safe to kill the boss. It's 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 pretty cool. Yeah. yeah we got that. We got that. It was safe to kill the boss. We killed the boss and didn't get the achievement. Boo. Boo. We think it's because one of our uh, DPS were loot locked. Mm. Maybe. And we think that triggered something wrong with the, the achievement and it, it stopped it from happening. Yeah. So no word to the wise, everyone. We're doing raid achievements just to be safe. Don't let someone who's loot locked be the person to get one of the whelps. This is your 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 word of knowledge for this week, apparently. <laughs> there you go. Don't do it. It's a trap. The more you know. 
Exactly. Other than that, actually, I was out of the state this weekend. I went to Georgia to a friend's house for a Super Bowl party. And a whole bunch of, you know, friends and guildies and stuff gathered there. And it was a great time. It was a rough time. It was a lot of fun, except uh, I know what the ending was and poor Seraphis. Yes, the ending was not what um, Seraphis wanted, unfortunately, being a Niners fan. And honestly, being there's some connections between the Niners team currently and the Broncos, like, old school team. So between that and the fact that as a Broncos fan, I have to root against the Chiefs. It's a whole thing. Um, I, w- I was rooting for the Niners, too. I was like, go Niners. And that was that was a rough loss, man. It was a good game, though. I will admit. <laughs> it, was, it was a good game. It was I fun. I don't even watch football. And I was like, this is actually kind of entertaining. Oh, my goodness. Right. It was, it was pretty good. The whole overtime. And it was super yeah. this whole thing. Oh, my goodness. But, but either way, the company was fun. And then the couple days leading up to that were just great times with friends and Made me very happy, so it was great. I haven't done much of the Love is in the Air stuff because of it. I've and done none of it. All of that, but it was a good time and it was worth it. So now that you're back home, would you say that Georgia is on your mind? The memories created in Georgia <laughs> due to the people? Yes. Also, it's raining and I love rain, so I do miss that. Um, I love rain. Yeah, it's rain in your state this time of year is crystalline form and sticks around. Occasionally, like we got some rain a couple weeks ago, but it was cold enough that it eventually turned to ice, basically. Yeah. And then a a rain-snow mix, so it doesn't last long. So it was nice to just have a good, solid, rainy weekend. It made me happy. Yeah. I know for people in Southern California who have had tons of rain... That's not how they feel, and I apologize. <laughs> I would happily take some of your rain from you if I could. Well, I was going to say, it's coming back tomorrow for Valentine's Day. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Good luck, everyone. Stay stay warm and dry and all that business. Yeah. <laughs> but that is it for me. What about for you? For me, um, honestly, not a lot uh, in terms of like the things I do. I haven't really done anything. They really haven't been doing the things other than I created a bunch of social media accounts. I did do that. <laughs> so in case you're all interested and you are would like to follow, uh, I created a YouTube account. Uh, so just search Live Laugh Lore, right? I created an Instagram account. If you're looking for that, that's Live Laugh Lore Cast. And I also created a TikTok account. And I've started been uploading some like little clips of uh, our recordings. So it's been a lot of fun. I uh, put three of them up there already based on uh, they were all they all came from uh, the last episode, 94. So it's been a lot of fun. I've uh, been enjoying the editing process and learning how to do that because I've never done it before. It's been a lot of fun. Did you catch any of them, Allie, yet? Did you see any of them yet? I did. I did. <laughs> and they're really funny. And it's it's nice to be able to capture those moments because, I mean, you and I have a really good time recording this show. And to be able to share that with others is awesome. Yeah, my face is awkward, and I really need to fix my lighting. But other than, <laughs> other than you know my awkward face and my awkward lighting adding to the awkwardness, um, it's really cool, and you're doing good work with it. Yeah, I feel like the if we explain what's going on with your lighting right now, it's apparently a lamp that's just precarious, precariously leaning on something. So if it ever does collapse in the middle of a record, yes, I will create a clip out of that. I absolutely will. I mean, you absolutely should. <laughs> it's 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 like one of those like standing desk lamps. It's like you got your base, right? And you got the wibbly wobbly neck. You, you can move in any direction you want it to, right? 
and it's got all these different settings. So I mean, it works. And it's just very precariously balanced. It's like the base resting up against the side of my, you know, my computer tower, right? And then the neck of it is like resting along the top of the monitor. So it's just, as long as I don't bump my desk, we're fine. <laughs> we're fine, everyone. We're fine. We're fine. It's fine. Everything's we're fine. fine. Everything's I'm just fine. very aware of where my hands are at all times. <laughs> so it's fine. It's like, I don't know what to do with my hands because I can't touch the desk. <laughs> Pretty much. It gets it gets awkward sometimes. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways, we're talking about you and what you've been up to. That's it. I've made social media sites <laughs> make clips. Um, since I don't know what I'm doing, they take me a while. So well, I'll, I'll speed up. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, I think I got at least one more out of episode 94 in me, but I don't know. Maybe I'll move on to this hilarious hijinks that we're pulling right now because, you know, we're, we're hilarious and we just we can't stop ourselves. So um, we're at least hilarious in our own minds. So we're pretty lucky that we have great listeners who also think we're hilarious. Yeah, I mean, at least, at least all five of you, you just say we are just hilarious. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, speaking of hilarious, check this, check this joke out, uh, Allie, that I've made you read. So. There you go. Oh, yes, I I have. Would you like to read my Patreon announcement that I've drafted for you? (laughs) Yep. Okay. there we go. (laughs) Hey there, listeners. In a world of villainy, choose to be a hero. And if you want to find out how to become a hero to this podcast, keep listening until the end of the show. Okay, that may have been a tad overly dramatic. (laughs) I think this may now have to be a running gag where we just make each other say more and more (laughs) awkward (laughs) things for the patreon <laughs> i was torn between making it super dramatic the entire time or like changing my tone and being all speedy and i, <laughs> I went with that it yeah fun. i think i think you i think Good you times. rocked it that was perfect thanks buddy thanks all right well <laughs> I, I, yeah might as well just do this what you talking about what you talking about what you talking about what you talking about, what you talking about? well we are talking about all sorts of fun stuff today because, you know, the Warcraft universe has had a collection of big bads with a varying degree of success. It's not hard to come up with an example of amazing villains, Arthas. Uh, and everyone knows who the dumbest villain <laughs> ever added to the game was. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's the Jailer, obviously. But, you know, you could easily come up with a number of others uh, crap shows if you would like. Uh, it's, it's, it's there. They are there. So, Allie. What are some of your favorite good and bad villains? Wow, from shows in general, huh? Just, just anything. Just anything. Just, just anything. Yeah. Right? Just who exactly is your favorite bad villain? Or just who who's like the some of the worst that just it, they just it's just like they, it's almost cringe worthy. <laughs> this is really weird and I don't know why this first but like the first thing came to my mind. Mm-hmm. Cause I haven't watched it in forever. And there's out of all the things I could list, this was the first thing in mind. Cruella DeVille. Yeah. She is definitely Her iconic. Dalmatians. <laughs> like always, like it was super it was weirdly like as a kid, like cr- cringy and horrible and terrifying that she wanted to kill all the puppies and take their fur. <laughs> and it was upsetting and it's horrible. And again, I haven't watched it in forever, but that was the first thing that came to mind. So there we go. Well, it is pretty freaky when her eyes start doing the wow, 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 when she's like driving the car. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> would you would you call her a good villain or a bad villain? 
Um, I mean, I would definitely say she's iconic just because she, I mean, so a lot of times in like storytelling and things along those lines, you, you always have to think about like, what's the motivation and stuff like that. Some of the fun things around it. I don't think there's any motivation behind Cruella de Vil other than the fact that she wants to be cruel <laughs> and she wants a coat. Right. So in right. that aim, she's not. But she's so damn over the top and just like animated. It's kind of like a like, you know, tie it back. Wow. She's kind of like Farrakh in that way. It's why we kind of liked him. Right. Yeah. He, yeah. He was just like, I mean, there was a point when Viren author at one point was like, like, all you crave is power. And he just went, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly what he did. So. Yeah, Cruella de Vil would absolutely be a, a, a good villain. It's not it's not one that you really like anyone sees themselves in, right? It's not we don't necessarily relive and talk about a grazing a great character they are. It's just the fun yeah. it's fun, right? Uh so I was actually thinking about one of my favorite villains, and obviously this is not gonna come as no surprise. I'm actually gonna go with Azula from Avatar the Last Airbender. <laughs> Because, yeah, okay. Holy shit. She's... <laughs> um, number one, she's insanely effective just because you get that whole vibe of her as she was the young child prodigy, right? Uh, she always had this, uh, you know, pressure put on her. As, 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 you know, it was probably always there. Um, and just because of her personality type, her mom was actually kind of scared of her. So it kind of like... It, it kind of like pissed her off even more. Like it, it kind of like, kind of like pushed her a little more into the, like the crazy angry side that, that she had, right? And then just the the constant drive for power and need of, of all that kind of stuff and proving that she's the best and and just the scary scary competence of her. I mean, I think that's what I like about um, like if we talk about like a D and D campaign, like some of my favorite villains are always like the ever looming threat that you're like, Oh my God, like, Oh geez. Like the good, the great, uh, horrible evil that you have to banish and you have no hope of ever overcoming until obviously you level up to 20 or something. And then you kick the crap out of them. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that, those, those are kind of like, kind of like my thoughts. I, I love, uh, Azula as a, as a villain. And on top of that, like fire Lord Ozai a little bit, but he's, I mean, the only reason why he's really cool is because he's voiced by Mark Hamill. But so he was, yeah, that's true. That was pretty great. <laughs> what? So someone I thought of, and we, we don't have to like stick with, with this for a while, obviously. But what do you think about someone like Thanos? Oh, Thanos is a great villain. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the reason why is because um, one of the big things that uh, you can you can pick apart with a, with a really good villain is. The, they're kind of, they're, it's kind of like their reasoning, their rationale, their logic is sound, or at least it seems like it on the face. It's at the same time you're, you're like, oh yeah, there there might be an issue with, with this and that overpopulation, or they, you know he, he felt like there's an overabundance and all. That. You know, you get the idea. Obviously, that's a whole bunch of crap, and it's not, it's not true. But at the same right. time, you you get where he's coming from, right? And, and again, he's this super scary, like I can, you know, he's this undefeatable foe that you can't even imagine going up against. Right. So, right. yeah, I think Thanos is a, an amazing villain, uh, especially because they managed to successfully just like a D&D &D campaign, really, because in many ways, that's what 
freaking like 21 or 22 MCU like lead up arc to that was a one amazing epic like Marvel RPG role playing game that they did. And Thanos was this big ever looming threat that everyone was like, oh, Thanos. Thanos. Ooh, Thanos is coming. <laughs> it is nice when it's like an actual like ever looming threat that has like that build up and has that chance to, you know, have the development of, you know, make you develop feelings for him one way or another. Yeah. And I think um, that is one of the big reasons why one of the characters we're going to be talking about today was so successful. Uh, <coughs> yep. <laughs> Where he's like, ah, oh, big, it's scary. I'm going to murder you. And you're like, how can we ever stop it? All right, it's, it's cool. It's cool. And they actually managed to pull off that feeling uh, during that fight, which, again, we'll get more into it. Because you all died during the fight. It was awesome. <laughs> great. Yeah, it was great. All right. So what is the point of all this jibber-jabber, all this banter, this uh, going on about good villains, bad villains, and, and all that kind of stuff? Because we all know the jailer sucks. Uh, well... <laughs> With the World Soul Ka- what was that? With the World Soul Saga kicking off rather soon, <laughs> it's hard to ignore that we've got some villains, mainly Eritochron and possibly Zalatath, that might be with us for the entire three expansion arc. That's like that's like five, six years, everybody. So hopefully there's some good ones. Now, in this episode, we will be revisiting some of the big bads from the past and see how Eritochron, and possibly Zaltath in there too, I just don't know if she's going to live till the last Titan, stacks up. <laughs> but, before we begin, it's fun to remember what makes a good villain in a story, and here is a little blurb from an article on the subject that sums it up nicely. Yeah, I was just Googling, villains, 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 what makes a good villain? So, here we go, I like the way they said this. Villains are real people whom terrible things have happened. Maybe in childhood, maybe in adolescence, maybe later. At some point, rather than learning and growing, their maturation process stunted and stalled. Now, would you agree with that, uh, Allie? Do you think that is a, a, a decent summation? Yeah, I think I do like that. And I think with them being real people and not just some, you know, far off unobtainable weird thing like it it almost humanizes them a little bit right and you can you can see where that flip switched in their brain like what made them into what they are yeah and it gives it gives you enough information about them to actually give a crap about who they are as a villain yeah and just, just go with it, folks. We're going to be mentioning this name a lot. Uh, this quote is, to me, easily ties back to Arthas. It's like, right, because, right, he was going through this whole process. He had this little doubts, right? You, you read in the book, right, Arthas. There was, a, there was a little bit there, but it wasn't. It didn't really show itself until he went on his, well, where eventually the where he fell, right, is when Melganus was besting him, right? He wasn't... This is right here. The maturation process stunted and stalled. He didn't take a step back. He didn't learn and grow from the situation. He didn't reflect on it. He let his emotions get the better of him, and he kept pushing forward. And I think the reason why that works is every single human being goes, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I've done that before. 
<laughs> I, I let my emotions get a little, run a little too hot, and it obviously it led to very bad places. But so we empathize with them, right? We we're we all think, yeah, that that absolutely could happen to me. Um, and you kind of understand the the steps and the process he went. I mean, everything got more and more extreme as as time went on. But you can see how it it makes logical sense, right? Like it's it's almost like you could know a person like that that would have made the same d- decisions, and then right, it's that's why the freaking you know Arthas is a character that people that don't even know that play World of Warcraft know who he is. Like they've seen the Lich King, they've heard about it. Like it's he's in the you know pop culture basically at, at this point practically. Right. If you play games, you pretty much know who he is. <laughs> yeah, or like something, some similar kind of trope or, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's uh, it's definitely a bit of a trope, but it's one that seems, tends to work, too. <laughs> yeah. Because I actually yeah, had a friend, I had a friend growing up that, uh, uh, sorry that I'm going to spoil a little bit of the story from the, the, the game Neverwinter Nights 1. It's it's been out for a long time, folks. <laughs> so here's here's your brief spoiler warning. You want to jump ahead thirty seconds? There you go. Um, he had a problem that it was such a trope that why is it always the paladin characters that are that fall from grace and become the bad guys? <laughs> it is yeah. many times. Well, it's because paladins have the uh, the tendency of being shown as the goody two-shoes the, the the greatest among us all right he they rise above then when the 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 big and great amazing hero falls we're like i don't know I, it seems like as a culture we all kind of like oh yeah that's that's what happens yeah it's you know captain america fell over oh she's oh no that's bad but you know that didn't happen to captain america but i'm sure you've probably there's probably several very popular like alternative comics where he wound up being on the bad side or something because like the what ifs like if you haven't watched any of the what if um seasons i haven't watched the second season yet but it's like what if of like marvel yeah and marvel storylines like you know different things that could have happened like it's definitely it's kind of that same scene like you know like what what if he did stop and become evil like what if you know that kind of thing which is really fun to go through but yeah like it's one of those things where when the passionate Goody Two Shoes Paladin is the one to snap, then like something drives them to that point, right? Right. So you get your build up, you get to know the character, they snap, and because they're so passionate about being good, it's easier than to be so passionate about being bad all of a sudden. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, you ready to actually jump into some of these characters other than just these for the fun, uh, fun little banter? Because I think yeah. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you all right. It. Let's jump into the greatness that is the world of Warcraft. Because we're starting at the beginning, folks, of World of Warcraft. We're not going to jump into the RTSs. There's not that many. That would be confusing. World of Warcraft. <laughs> the three would be yeah. fine. But we're going to basically talk about the characters from three. So don't worry, because they're peppered throughout. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for classic... When it comes to villains, um, true classic WoW doesn't have a cohesive enough story to say that there is one big bad. Right? There was no true. box cover art like Deathwing or something like that. No, it was. I think there was a knight or it was a dwarf. It was a dwarf on the box, right? 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 The dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a dwarven hunter. Yeah. Yeah. He was on the box. Mm-hmm. Where he belongs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we do have some fun bosses to discuss to see if we, we like them, if they were good villains, if they were funsies or not. So, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, first up, we're going to go with the one and only daughter of Deathwing, Onyxia. So, Allie, uh, Onyxia, as a story, as a, as a character, did you like Onyxia? Did you like how you mean, her you story mean turned Frist? out? Yeah. Lady Prestor? Uh-huh. Lady Pre- hmm. I, I thought it was pretty cool. Now, now granted, when, when I played <laughs> back in my day, back in my I, st- I didn't start until BC. So, like, that, I mean, I didn't get to play classic. But, you know, going back and looking at how that storyline went and everything and, you know, dabbled with Wrath, uh, not Wrath Classic, um, Vanilla Classic, Classic Classic when it came out, and definitely took my Lobi tune to Stormwind to go see someone expose Lady Prestor as Onyxia and got completely slaughtered within like two <laughs> seconds, maybe half a second. I think someone <laughs> breathed on me and I died. Um, Beautiful. Because I, I wanted to see it. I saw someone triggered, you know, Marshall Windsor or whatever his name is. Yeah, so I Marshall Windsor. Followed along. This is exciting. Dead. Um, <laughs> but, That's awesome. You know, like, I, I, it's one of those things where it was kind of, at least again from someone who didn't play at the time, it seemed like it was a little bit of a twist. Like, Lady Prestor, she's watching over Anduin and blah, 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 blah. And, oh, what's up with her? Something's a little weird. And then you get this whole quest line. And so we had that build up. You know, we had all of that. And then we had additional story with everything that happened with uh, Varian, right? Mm-hmm. And so we had a good build up. She was a pain in the ass to beat. Many whelps handle it. <laughs> and she, I I think she was a pretty good villain. I thought she was a great villain. She, yeah, she had like a fun story to follow and and she was very villainous. Yeah, like, I mean, as a, as a, as a pretty much only ever played this, seriously, Alliance main, um, I thought she was a great villain because I, I loved the whole storyline of her infiltrating, you know, the, the 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 nobility of the Stormwind, uh, and pulling the strings in the in the in the court, you know, making boulevards like he's doing this thing or whatever. It's just I, I love it, and the the fact that she was the reason that so many so many classic hardcore characters died. It's the Defias Brotherhood. She is the reason that the Defias yep. Brotherhood <laughs> happened. So sorry to all those deaths that you had out there in Westfall, trying you uh, hardcore folks. Uh, I know that the dead minds could be. Yeah, they call oh, it the dead, dead minds, minds for a reason. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Alice should know she was on an episode of uh, Tavern Cast Adventures. <laughs> they ran dead minds together. It was great. It was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Uh, yeah, so I think Anixia is fantastic. Like I said, she's the daughter of Deathwing and she gets up into some. Nasty business, and I, I just think she's fantastic. Um, probably one of the most I got, like, other than the last one in the list, I think she's the best. I mean, she's definitely high up there. I mean, there's a reason why she's currently the final boss in Warcraft Rumble. 
It, it makes a lot yeah. of sense. <laughs> Level 30, man. Oh, I haven't even haven't even attempted it. Uh, like I'm, I think my I think I'm up to about level 22 is my best uh, uh, army. It's kind of average is at level 22. So yeah, I, still, I got a ways to go. I haven't go. had a chance to play as much lately, so I'm hoping to pick that back up because she needs to go down. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to to give that a shot again. Just see if I can at least <laughs> take down that first tower. <laughs> I can at least do that without dying, and then I die very quickly afterwards. But I can at least take out on the first tower. Yeah, I didn't even get that far. <laughs> I think a cobalt killed me. I was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh goodness. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Well, speaking of uh, ridiculous or something like that, uh, how's about Nefarian? Hmm? Did he you make mean a Lord good Victor film? Nefarious? That's right. That is the one. He's, the brother. Uh, he's the good. He's the yeah, Nixia's brother, and he he creates really good titles. He does. He does. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep it. <laughs> I'm still so sad about that. What is that title looking, Ellie? What is the full thing? The Slayer of Stupid Incompetent something or others. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the whole thing. That's why I asked you. We're going to find it. <laughs> uh, slayer of Stupid and Inco- Stupid Incompetent and Disappointing Minions or something like that. Perfect. <laughs> and yeah, Incompetent and Disappointing Minions. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just... It's so temporary and it needs to be so permanent. The it end. does. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> be the best. So, uh, Nefarian, you think he was a good villain? Like, what did you what did you enjoy about his shenanigans? I thought it was pretty cool. You know, you got the power hungry guy, right? Yeah. You, you, you fight him on his throne room. There, on his throne room. At his throne room. Sure. Up there in Blackrock. And um, you, you get to see... A little bit of his twistedness throughout, you know, that run and in the future with, you know, future expansions and runs and stuff and his twisted creations and what he was up to in his experiments. And turns out that he took after Daddy Deathwing with his experiments because Deathwing was doing experiments and you know, all of that. So it was I, I thought he was pretty good. I enjoyed him. I wouldn't say it was quite as good as Nixia in my book, yeah. but it's still pretty good. Yeah, it's kind of sad that she came back as a corpse and he came back as Chitter Chatterbox. Right? And it's like, come on. I mean, Nixie's that was still fun it. to have him Chitter Chatterbox. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was fun during the, the raid because he was like, oh, oh, oh welcome. Burr, burr, burr. Totally sounded like Chris. Is Metzen. he the Green Giant now? <laughs> yeah, he's a jolly oh, Green Giant. Oh, oh. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> green Giant. Green Giant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's what he kind of sounded like to me. The jolly molten giant. Uh, <laughs> So Jolly Mold Giant. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I enjoyed him to a certain extent. I mean, it was just, he's a he's a dragon. I don't really know what exactly his end goals were other than like, I'm going to make a chromatic dragonfly to rule the world. I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably. He does seem like your typical power hungry oaf. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't I guess he had more intelligence than an oaf, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, like he's like a super intelligent, cunning, planning guy and he's got all this stuff, but I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? He's just like, are you, are you like, are you like the brain? You're going you're gonna to take over the world? <laughs> <laughs> take over the world. What do you want to do tonight, brain? Same thing we do every Same night. Same thing we do every night. <laughs> Try to take over the world. <laughs> 
I think that was Nefarian. I think Nefarian was a bit of the brain. Yeah. Uh, I so, can see that. Yeah. I, would that make a Nixia pinky? I don't think so. Although maybe it no, would because... No, Nixia is far better than that. I don't know, but Pinky's kind of great. <laughs> I mean, Pinky is kind of great, but he's also kind of silly and goofy. He has his moments. I don't see a Nixia or Ooh, Lady Crest or... Maybe Pinky is the... Is the Mar what was the guy's name that you kill and then you get the title? Remember him? Maybe that was Pinky. Oh, was it Mar Maruk? No, it just starts with an M. Mar Mar the guy yeah. with the vials, right? You put the, the poke, yeah. the, the colors Mar in there. Marmok? Mar... Mar... I mean, we could Google it, if, I, but it's it's there. It's somewhere. Anyway, uh, I don't know what that guy's name is, but yeah, that's probably Pinky. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Every night he's like, he's like, hey, man, what do you want to do tonight? <laughs> Same thing we do every night. Word boss. <laughs> Try to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it was he's good enough? He's above fifty percent, right? In terms of the goodness scale, he's good villain, yeah. Yes, we like him. We make jokes about Pinky the Brain, Maloriac. Maloriac, that's his name. All right, I had to, I had to look it up. Just had to. All right, you're, <laughs> you're sorry, welcome, everyone who uh, was it was driving them nuts because we never said their name. Probably. Yeah, there you go, Maloriac. Alright. Speaking of Maloriac and lame people, uh, how about Hakar? <laughs> I don't know what Maloriac has to do with Hakar, but Hakar, but hey. I don't know, they're both kind of lame. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. So Hakar, the soul flare, blood mm -hmm. god. Yep. Uh the, the trolls worship him, the Loa. The blood loa. The Gurbashi right? trolls. Yeah, blood loa. And it oh yeah, his claim to fame. The blood, the blood, blood. leg. Yep. 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 He's the reason that, uh, you know, uh, epidemiologists have studied World of Warcraft on all the way <laughs> <laughs> that the blood plague spread. So in a way, he was a good villain. Which, he actually helped the real world. I was going to say, does world. that make him more of a villain with how much it actually impacted not only the game itself, but how much it truly impacted people's offline lives without... That being the original intention? Yeah, the worst thing is, is it actually proved that uh, one of their thoughts uh, that they're like, oh, that can't be true. Like, that's not actually going to happen in the real world uh, because a lot of players got a lot of joy out of purposefully spreading it to other people like lobies and things like that, where it would immediately kill them. Yeah, yeah. Some people took pleasure in spreading COVID. So there you go. There, there it, it was more accurate than they wanted to think. <laughs> So really, Hakar was just trying to help people. He was. He was trying to expose <laughs> how terrible some humans are. <laughs> Thank you, Blood oh, Loa. Hikar. Appreciate you. <laughs> good job ruling over Zulgarub. While good, you did. Good job. Yeah, I mean, wasn't his just big old deal? Is like, I want to drink all the blood. I, he's just he's just want to drink the blood, right? Probably. Just, that's a car, everybody. Like I said, he's kind of lame. <laughs> Nothing really to him. I don't even know why I put yeah. him on this list. Other than the blood plague thing. I mean, that, but that that's that's part of the history, right? Like, out of the main bosses from Classic, he was one of the main bosses. He was. He was one of the raids. That wasn't that the... Wasn't that their, like, first foray into 10-man or something like that? Mazilgurub. I 
think so. Yeah, because I felt like it was a catch-up raid, so maybe it wasn't a real raid, everyone. It was a fake raid. <laughs> <laughs> fake news, man. Fake news. That's why you got a fake boss. <laughs> kind of lame one. Anyway, that's a car. It's, he's got some lore and some history with the Gurubashi trolls and things like that. And there's a, there's like a whole thing where some trolls like defected and went and told like the Zandalari and the Zandalari. That's why they were involved in trying to bring them down because a car is bad news, man. And they don't want all the blood drank away or something. That would be bad. Right. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on to someone a little bit, little, little bit cooler. A little bit. Cthune. Cthune. It's just fun to say that. It is Cthune. fun to say that. Cthune. 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 The old god of madness and chaos. The eyeball. The, the eyeball. The eyeball. With with the, the spikies and, and the, tentacles. And the really weird voice. <laughs> you will die. Yeah. We, weird old god. Honestly, very intense, they're intense whispers. The only reason <laughs> he, he's a he's cool at all is because he's an old god, in my opinion. He's like in the same league as Nazoth and Yogg-Saron, everyone's favorite. If you get the Yogg-Saron trading card, like, wah, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Cthune, throw him in the dustbin. But uh, <laughs> nah, I mean, he's, he's not the most flashy of the old gods, but for being what you know he was in Temple of Akaraj and how he impacted Silithus and then all the little voidy minions in the area. Like, I don't know. I thought he was a pretty good villain. I mean, he's all right, but he's also kind of like one of the main characters that they focused the, the Warcraft comics around. And Madan was there. Or was he? <laughs> right? Okay, well, don't, don't let the whole Madan factor spoil... If Cthulhu is a good or bad villain. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to let Mr. him Mr. 404 it. doesn't need to be ruining things. No, no, he's not ruining anything because you just pretend that he's not there and the story still makes sense. <laughs> True. Yeah, that's <laughs> why you can 404 him. Like, bye, my man. Anyway. Um, yeah, I thought I thought Cthulhu was all right. Like I said, he's, he's an old god. He puts you in, your, in his stomach and then you, you digest, he digests you, but you escape really quick. Uh, especially now, because he just dies like in two hits now. <laughs> well, that's true. He does. Yeah, it's it's not nearly as impressive as back in the day when like it was a big old crazy fight. But mm. no, but I mean, you, you get the whole, whole like War of the Shifting Sands thing, and you kind of get to see. I mean, this was the game's first glimpse at an old god, right? Yeah. So it did kind of introduce us to that those many things gods. Baddies, baddies, void baddies. Big baddies, yeah. Which was, I mean, it was a decent introduction, I thought. Yeah, in fact, uh, it's one of those things I've always wondered. Like, you know, we they always had like the faceless ones. Like they, they did actually, in fact, show up in a couple places in Warcraft 3, particularly when you were dealing with um, Anubarak. You know, you and Arthas, they were going on their buddy cap adventures, right? When they're doing that. And, and you yeah, know, they had to deal with some a couple faceless ones in there. So, Obviously, there is some voidy technically goodness going on there. I'm just kind of always wondered, and I do know that like both games were being developed at the same time, so maybe there's a little cross communication. I've always kind of wondered 
do they really intend for old gods to be there the entire time? Because <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, mm, I don't know. And I feel like maybe Richard Knack made him up for uh, the War of the Ancients. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but considering how old gods have impacted everything. Yeah, I mean, they probably just were, were there with it. They were like, story bit. ooh, big, awful, eldritch horror, and we'll come up with the reason why they exist later on. Yeah. <laughs> totally. That sounds, that sounds great. We'll totally rip that off from that author from, like, the 1920s or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. The Cthulhu guy. Right. The Cthulhu guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> guy, he wrote, like, Necronomicon or something. Yeah, you get the idea. I don't remember his name. Apparently, he was like a horrible, terrible person in real life. So we'll just forget his name and remember Cthulhu. Cthulhu. All right. Well, no more Cthulhu or Cthulhu. You want to you wanna jump into our last one for the uh, for classic to see what we got here? Yeah, Kelthazad. It's fun because people who, you know, may have started the game later or don't really look into the lore of things, they forget that or don't even know. That Kalthazad used to be a mage, a member of the Council of Six, a, a human. He was always the batty, lich, necromancer type that we know we've known him as for you know, the longest time. Yeah. And it's like for some people, it's kind of like a little mind blowing when they hear about that. Yeah, it's always fun with, uh, you know, someone started playing Warcraft, uh, like say they started in Battle for Azeroth. And they find out that, oh, Kelsazoda, who's this guy or whatever? These big litchy guys like, oh, yeah, no, he was pretty much the entire reason that all of this happened. Right. Yeah. Like all of it. Right. He was the reason he spread the grain and he did. He was the one that pretty much spread the plague because he was working for oh no, none other than Nerzul when he was the Lich King. Right. He started working for the Lich King before even Arthas was around. Right. So yep. he he's like he because he liked to play with dead rats. He's he's the reason that this all happened. It all happened. Like the eastern the eastern and western plague lands, the fact that they look all like that, Galthazud. He did it. Yeah. It's all him. I mean, and even when we see we see him, we saw him in Shadowlands again. Yeah. That was a decent fight. I like that. That was a good fight. That was a pretty decent fight, yeah. And so, you know, again, that's another character that if you look into a story, you see a little bit of that build up. You see a little bit of a story and kind of see how he became what he became. I don't know how prevalent that story is inside the game itself. I feel like there's a quest line. Isn't there a quest line somewhere where we like follow Kelthazad, you know, human, human Kelthazad? I don't know if it's a quest line, but I know that there's the, um, I think it was the launch trailer for either like the rise of Naxxramas or like what it was like for wrath of the Lich King or Maybe something like that. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. It was the, Kelthazad was wandering as the you know a mage through Northrend, and he's the horrors I saw and blah blah blah. Right, ah, I wanted to run and scream, but he couldn't. And yeah, he uh, basically he um, he is the, well, the 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 moral of his story is jump don't join cults. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> Cult to bad, okay. Okay, so I mean, <laughs> he joined a club called Cult of the Damned. So can't like. It's it's in the name, bro. Why would you join that cult? <laughs> Seems a little silly he, to me. I don't know. He one that he kind of he kind of broke. Probably won some power. 
wanted to experiment with what he could do and different powers and whatnot and magic and you know got to the point that obviously council sick didn't really six didn't appreciate someone practicing you know dark magics around yep mm-hmm oh archmage antonitis had to kick him out he's like get out yep. here get out <laughs> you're a jerk you're a jerk <laughs> don't play with dead rats it's forbidden all right, so Kels is a cool boss. You like him? He's de- he's decent. All right, all right. That's, I think I mean, and it could be some bias because of how he plays into the old Lich King storyline yep, yep. pre-Arthas and then post-Arthas, and so like he, his actions impacted enough of the story, and there's enough of a buildup with him that I thought he turned into a pretty good villain. Yeah, I liked him. And also the fact that it's like, oh, no, I, I died. Jeez. And then he's the reason that also the Sunwell got polluted and the Blood Elves, do, you know, got their mana addiction issues and all that kind of stuff because the blo- the freaking Sunwell was corrupted. And oh, yeah, I forgot about Kel'thas that. Kel'thas had to be like, just destroy the Sunwell, right? He's just like, nope, we got to destroy the Sunwell because it's all polluted with this yuck. So, yeah. <laughs> with this yuck. It was, I mean, he's just like, he just threw him in the sun well. He's like, take a bath, buddy. And then he's like, ah, I'm back. I'm a lich. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what happened with old Kel'Thuzad. Uh, so I like him. I, I think he's a great uh, villain. And I hope, I hope he still comes back. Because I don't even know if we ever found his phylactery. I'm pretty sure he won't. Because I think uh, at me as a fury warrior had to go into his phylactery in Shadowlands. So I'm pretty sure that guy's gone. I was going to say, I'm, I'm pretty sure like that was his phylactery. Yeah. I jumped inside. Saw, I feel like we saw the human version of him, of him inside, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, we did. like. I, f- I feel like he's dead, dead at this yeah, point. Yeah, I think like he's dead, dead. Damn. Yeah, I like kills his he's, he's one of those great I, villains. He's like a he's like a B tier villain. You, you like to see him, but he's not like the the main show, right? He's just that's a good expression. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's the guy who props up Arthas, right? You'll get Arthas without yeah. kills his but Arthas is the he's the star. Yeah. Yeah. A henchman, if you will. Yeah. He's a great henchman. He's a fantastic henchman. <laughs> he's like the, he's like uh, Indespicable Me. Uh, Kelsey Dunn's kind of like the old grandpa on the chair, right? He's great. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There his you name, go. He's fantastic. <laughs> he's just like. Yeah. That's Kelsey Dunn, everyone. He's kind of like a doddering old man, too. It's fantastic. It's perfect. Yeah, and yeah, Arthas is over here as Gru with his like Gru mobile, right? <laughs> with his is Invincible the Gru mobile in this scenario? What are yeah, you? What are yeah. you doing Invincible right now? Is the Gru mobile? It is indeed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. I mean, and Gru's got the minions, right? And Arthas has got his undead, the Scourge, right? That's true. The minions yes. are a bit of a Scourge. Right, if, if, you, if you ask me, they're kind of a scourge upon the landscape with all of their craziness and their banana, right? Oh, that's just, you don't want that. That's no good. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought we'd be talking about Arthas and Gru in the same Hey, just big me. Come on. It's, he's, he's a great villain, Gru. He's a, he's a villain. He's pretty hero. fun. He's great. Right. Yeah, he, he reads the little cat book. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. That that was pretty cute. <laughs> All right, it's time to jump into the Burning Crusade. All right, Burning Crusade was obviously the first expansion. They were still kind of getting their feet under them. 
right? They're trying to figure out the whole cadence. Yeah. I didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. Make it up as they go. Of course, that's what you do. So we got two main villains that we're going to talk about because there was a bunch of like Lady Vaj again. She, Lady Vaj is like Illidan's Kelthazud, right? <laughs> She's yeah. all right. I, I liked her history from from Nat, from, you know, the Richard Nat book, Mac book. You know, she was, you know, the handmaiden to Queen of, Sh- Queen of Shire. That's cool. That's it. Well, maybe yeah. we both yeah. talk about Vaj. She was pretty cool, though. You had to throw the, like, the, the Hydra core or whatever. I never did that fight. Right. Did you ever do that fight? Like not, actually, well, not content. content. No, not no, because I was playing it. Like at that point, I was still figuring out what I was doing with everything. You're still trying to figure out key bindings. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, like like I finally did, you know, Karazhan content, but I, I did you, not you got get further to. Than me. I never did it. I never did it. Yeah, yeah, my first. But it took that long to get ready for any kind of rating. So, uh, yeah, my 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 first one was Wrath Next Ramus. So, there we go. Yeah. All right, uh, Lady Vosh, you throw a hydrocore and you kill her. All right, cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now we're going to talk about our first anti-hero, because that's kind of what he turned in, out to be. Originally, your, your, your villainous heroes you talked about with Gru before. Yeah, yeah, he's our Gru, I guess. He's our Gru. <laughs> it's not Arthas that's Gru. It's Illidan. It's Illidan. It's Illidan that's Gru. <laughs> All right, I don't. Maybe Kalefoss is his doddering old man, a uh, little little helper, or Vaj. I don't know. <laughs> doesn't matter. Okay, <laughs> doesn't matter. All right, Illidan. What what is he doing? He's he's a famous Illidan. brother, right? He's got he he is madly in love with Taronda. <gasps> She's kind of hot. Like you see the shoulders. <sighs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> Looks like she could move a couch. I'm sure she could. <laughs> <laughs> so random. Yeah, Illidan. I like Illidan as whatever role he plays. It's the whole back and forth of like, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? You know, yes. one, the answer's yes. one moment. Yeah, yeah. Like in one moment, he's, you know, stealing vials from the well of eternity. And he's... Don't mind working hard to kill demons, but the next minute he's just really serving himself and using those vials. And it's just, you know, oh, I'm I'm gonna side with the bad guys, but it's only so I can get to know them better. Like it just wow. Illidan is the kind of character that I don't even know if Blizzard knew what they wanted to do with him because he was like, he's like, look at me, I'm a double agent, I'm a triple agent, I'm a quadruple agent, I'm seven agents, I'm agent N squared. Right. What what is happening with the character? Like, and it's cool too because he has been around for quite a while, so he's had a lot of character development and building, and chance for us to get to know him and to feel one way or another about him. And then you know, come Legion, at that point, he was he was kind of badass, and to get to do all that with Le- with him and Legion was cool. And now he's the Jailer of Sargeras. Yeah, and, and World of War since we're only focusing on World of Warcraft, we're not talking about Warcraft 3. When they got Liam O'Brien to do the voice of Illidan. That was real good. That was real good. Because let's just say the first Illidan voice actor, no, no real shade, but I'm just saying. It was alright. Liam, Liam was, stepped it up. Liam stepped it yeah, up. Yeah, he he really did. Like the first voice actor, it, it, it was alright. It was alright. I don't know. It's alright, but I don't want to be mean, but I like Liam better. <laughs> yeah, Liam really did rock it and brought a lot of oomph, 
brought the Illidan oomph, you know? Kind of wish they had done that with Malfurion. Maybe find some oomph there, but... <sighs> guess I'll... Guess I'll live. <laughs> what are they doing with him? I don't understand. Anyways, <laughs> um... <laughs> Malfurion's a whole different... I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Anyways, we're talking about his brother Illidan here. Not Malfurion. <laughs> are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. All right. Okay, Illidan. We're, I mean, Malfurion does play into Illidan's story, but... Mm-hmm. But I like... Mm-hmm. W- with there, There's... Yeah, thanks. So I do like that we actually really got a chance to see firsthand Illidan's backstory. Yeah. Yeah, like Legion, got Legion to, really stepped it up. It really did. And a lot of the times people who are kind of interested in the story and the lore of World Warcraft, they complain that, you know, if it's outside the game, you know, they won't have to go outside the game to learn it. So that gave us a chance to actually see it and play through it as Illidan, which was really cool. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, I love the... Like, they they, they went they, they went full backstory, too. Full backstory. Yeah. We even got to witness his birth. Okay? They went all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> so... They really wanted to dive into the, the that origin story. And they're like, look, he's got golden eyes. He's a big deal. And then those eyeballs got burnt out. And he said, now he, get, now he gets to say things like, I gave up that birthright 10,000 years ago. <laughs> he said long ago. Are they, completely, are they completely burnt out or do they glow green? Mm, they glow green because it's all f- filled up, but the eyeballs, it's an empty socket at this point. That's why he puts the, the little, little, little Cobra Kai bandana over his eyes. <laughs> Should we be the, beware the eyes of green? I mean, maybe we could buy him, but is he a vassal of life? Right? But maybe. That'd be fun. Maybe the vassal of life is, uh, is, is like... It is Malfurion, but it's actually the Isaac Green is Illidan. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny because he's trying to be like, no, oh, man, he's my brother. He's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. He just decided to go hang out with a Titan and poke him in the toe for an eternity. I don't know what he's going to do to Sargeras, but he's like, ah, ah, I'm going to get him. <laughs> Illidan and Sargeras reminds me of Drax, right? That's. <laughs> Guardians right. of the Galaxy 2 could get out. Yeah. That's that's Illidan. That's that's it. that's what you're gonna do to Sargeras there, buddy. I mean, it made a cool cutscene, like you were like, yeah, bring it. But it would have been funny if at the end of it you just saw <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> that's probably how the Carbot animation ended. Probably. I don't remember, <laughs> but probably. Well, I don't think they ever did it. A reenactment of that on Carbot animation, but that's probably how it would have ended if they did. Yeah, probably, probably. All right, so Illidan, he's pretty awesome, right? I like him. He's a good villain. Yeah, yeah. Or he's good. hero, or whatever he is. Okay, on to a real villain though, since they needed a real villain, and apparently this is why Illidan wasn't actually the. He was on the box, but he wasn't the last boss. That didn't make any sense. Whatever. No, we're talking about Kill Jaden. All right, the guy who tried to claw, crawl out of a sunwell, because that's a com- comfortable place to be when you're a big Eridar. Yeah. Anyway. Sure. 
So Kill Jaden actually is one of those interesting characters that if you were just playing World of Warcraft back in the day, and you didn't really read the books or knew anything, same thing. Legion expansion really stepped up his characterization because we didn't really know anything about him other than he was a big red demon and he just, you know, had something to do with the, the Draenei. And we're like, okay, he's a big demon, big scary demon, burning Legion. Okay, I get it. Oh, he's brothers with the big guy that Malfurion blew up with the wisps, right? Archimon, he's their buddy, buddy. Okay, we'll take him out. But when you get a cutscene like Legion where it's, you know, I gave out my world, you're like, whoa, that's that's a big sacrifice when you're yelling at Sargeras. And you got you finally got a backbone and you're yelling at Sargeras. That's finally. <laughs> wow. Didn't know you could do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and we learned a lot too about how, you know, Kill Jaden, Archimond, and Velen were buddies. Yeah. <laughs> they they were the trifecta. Like they worked together. Like it was a whole thing. And it's just one of those things where you finally get a chance to to see like what he was like pre you know, Burning Legion and everything. And for those who, you know, didn't read things outside the game or didn't play through Burning Crusade or read things, pay attention to them, like, again, you get just you get to see all that. Yeah. And what led up to him to his downfall. Yeah, especially if you went to and played through all the Argus scenarios where you got the, the flashbacks and things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. was I thought it was really cool. I was super excited because it's because Kill Jane, like he he is a big main baddie and oh, yeah. and a pain, <laughs> an absolute pain in, in Legion. And yeah, so so getting getting a chance to see that, especially after he's just he was such a menacing presence in Burning Legion and, you know, being the deceiver and having a bit a decent role in packing some things here and there like. It was just cool to again get more development about his yeah. past. Yeah, that's that's one of those things where Kill Kill Jaden is one of those great characters too that um, has been a huge role and a lot of characters that we know and love. But if you don't look at any of the outside medium, you might not be aware of it. Like for example, Kill Jaden is the reason that the Lich King even exists. Huh? Although apparently exactly. Shadowlands may have like tweaked that just a smidge. But still, Kill Jaden tortured Ner'zhul and turned him into the, the Lich King, basically. All right. So he's the one who created the Lich King. So you're welcome. So he gets a gold star, in my opinion, because of that. He gets a gold star. And also, I just love that cutscene where he was like, you kill my world. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun cutscene. So I think that was also the first time we actually heard Sargeras talk. And it was like, that was a game that was really cool I yeah yeah I mean and there were times that it really felt like Kill Jaden was just a tool and then the times like he was kind of a badass yeah he should be feared yeah I liked him he yeah was a, it was good and also Kill Jaden's also the reason I kind of feel bad for Ner'zhul sometimes Right. Yeah. Because Kill yeah. Jaden is like, I'm going to pretend to be his wife. Check this out. I'm going to make him real sad. 
And it worked. <laughs> tortured him. It was horrible. Just tortured the crap out of old Nerzul. Poor guy. Broke him. Yeah. Broke him to the point that he went and did stupid stuff like rip a planet apart by opening a bunch of portals. Good job. All right. Well, are you ready to get into the, the greatest, greatest of all time? Right. The champ. Yeah. The number one. <laughs> well, we got to make a little detour before we do, because it's time to get into the wrath. And yeah, don't worry. Obviously, I'm not insane. Arthas is my favorite villain from the Warcraft universe. So, yeah. But before we get into him, let's talk about someone else. We got to talk about Yog Saron. Just can't leave off old god. Come on. It's an old god. That's why that's why Cthune made it on the list. He's <laughs> an old god. But Yog Saron was so much cooler. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he had more impact on the world. There was everything with Sad Serenite. And it was the whole thing with him being just crazy and driving people crazy. You got to actually see how he tortured and corrupted people and it you get to really see the impact that an old god can have on people and things and the just the doom and gloom of the, the whispers and all that. It was I thought it, he was pretty well done and I liked him a lot as a baddie. Yeah, he was one of those. He was like the Cruella de Vil type baddies, right? Didn't, <laughs> didn't have any backstory. The dude was just so over the top of just like, I'm the true face of death. <laughs> that was crazy jittering mouths. They look really bad now with like five polygons on their face. But hey, at the time, it was cutting edge technology, everyone. Dude was, dude was. was creepy. It's creepy. That was a great fight. That was one of the first times I like I still remember taking that, that dude down uh, on 10 man. Uh, and we were well into all uh, freaking trial of crusader crap. Trial of crusader did not make this list. Everyone. Although a new is pretty cool, <laughs> but we're just going to move past him. He was buddy cop for Arthas. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's fun to play in Heroes of the Storm, though. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yogg-Saron, I just, I just love the old gods. They're great. The whole Eldritch horrors about them. I just, I like the, yep. the, the madness. And obviously you play a shadow priest. So of course you like the old gods. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. You <laughs> saw an eyeball on your head. If you go to the right zone. Sure do. <laughs> and what's funny is that it shows up during time walking. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're in a dungeon that was from that era. Yeah. It's, it's good times. Mm hmm. It'd be funny if it just started talking to you too, like Zalatath, but like even more like an irritating. Just so it's like, go turn in the quest. Don't you, don't, don't you like this? This is great. Yeah. You seriously, turn in the quest. There's no payoff in the end. Just turn it in. <laughs> nope. You wouldn't turn it in even if time walking, you had to hear that the entire time you were in the dungeon. Yep. There. But not turn it in. <laughs> not doing it. That is accurate. <laughs> not doing it. Just in that small chance that there's some kind of payoff. <laughs> well, do it. If they added something like that in, you'd be like, oh, oh, there's obviously a payoff now. They took the time to code in to just drive me nuts to test me, to test me if I am really willing. So, of course. Yeah. Now, I will say if I have to, if something happens that makes me go through an entire expansion with that damn eyeball in my head. Not that Worgen head transmogs are great to begin with, but that does still ruin what little works with Worgen. If it's a whole expansion, then 
then we're gonna have some words. <laughs> All right, just so time walking, you could deal with it. But if they built it into like the war within, if you go down into the depths, the old gods start talking to you, and it, they just won't shut up. I feel like that's your payoff well, right there. No, if they're doing that, then I'm keeping the damn eye because that's gonna be <laughs> awesome. I still get excited when Zal like everyone's out of the blue. Like you know, Zalatasik are normal, like delicious. Mm-hmm. But then like sometimes there's like one of her longer lines kind of out of the blue and i'm like what what are you doing zalatath crazy yeah all right well yagas around's great we we love it uh yeah. old gods are great um arthas arthas is an amazing villain right he's one of the best best of all he's time so good it, that's just another one like he his character had so much build up and so much time to make us you know fear him you know, you, and you get to see him in game. Like you have time, the time when you're in Howling Fjord. Was it Howling Fjord, I think? When, yes. when you die and, and you yes, go see him. Like when when you're in like when you're in the spirit realm, right? Like yeah, you near, can run over keep. and yeah, and you see him and he's like, I see you and he kills you again. I'm like, oh shit. And you're like, how did you do that? Oh my Where god, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> And then you get Halls of Reflection with him chasing after you and that doom and gloom that happens with that. The dread. Especially if you did it at content, because that shit was hard. Oh my gosh. Like content, especially like when it was like first released. Mm-hmm. Like that was, it was so hard. And so it just all these things, like they made us care about him. Like they kept shoving him in our face so that we would see what he was up to and why it was so important to stop him. And they, they made us care. Plus he did have this background and everything happened to him before and how he became what he was. And we got to see that in game again, plus the whole invincible thing. So it was just, he was, <laughs> he was such a good, he, it's just a horse. Shush. He was, <laughs> it's a, the horse died dramatically. Okay. Broke him. Um, <laughs> it was, it was one of the many things that broke him. Let's be honest, but it was just really well done. And again, they made us care. Christy made, made us, us care, care more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Christy made us care and even more. She's yeah, like she definitely was a big part of that for sure. Like yeah. she, she well, did. Yeah. I I don't know. Well, so what they, they magically did, and I we weren't gonna really talk about this, but we have to bring it up. What they did is they ended a freaking expansion to Warcraft three on a damn cliffhanger, and then when <laughs> Wrath of the Lich King was announced, old Ginny boy over here was like. All right, I guess I'll play because that guy needs to go down. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's that's how they did it, everyone. That's that's what they did. Back. Oh, and this the like I know we're we're focusing on World of Warcraft, but the cinematics. Oh God, from the uh, from the RTS about him, like it was uh, so good. <laughs> and again, it just there there was so much to his story if you like the, took the time to look at it and just it's great. Yeah. Uh, we're just going like to be him. gushing over Arthas and we're already in like hour yeah, we should this, probably, so let's keep, let's yeah, keep we moving really on because Arthas is the best. We'll <laughs> never beat him. Ali's still pissed that the horrible treatment he got in the end. Be gone. Arthas Don't get me though. started. Arthas Don't get me started. Get out of here. I'm Sylvanas. I'm better than you. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to never end this episode. <laughs> this is true. Never. The rants will never stop. All right, Cataclysm. It's Deathwing time, everyone. Because Deathwing. It's Cataclysm. 
Honorable mention goes to Chogall and also slight other honorable mention to Cthun. Because you don't get Chogall in his crazy eyeball, chesty ways without Cthun. Mm-hmm. True. And Madan. But you just leave Madan out of the store. You just leave him out and, and he still he still gets Cthuned. So, I yes. think we're fine. He still gets Cthuned. He still gets Cthuned. <laughs> just look at his six eyeballs all over his body. <laughs> that's that's the that's Cthune. He likes eyeballs. It's true. And Chogall's just fun. He's he's a he's a crazy he's a crazy dude. That's why he he's a he made it into the very intro quotes to this damn show. <laughs> I like him. Again, he's just he's just a psychopath. I think that's why we why we like him. He's just he's a big, powerful, dumb oaf that we love, and uh, he gets he gets things done. Because the funny thing is, he's actually super smart. He's just crazy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And, and he even showed up in a special mythic boss thing in Free Warlords. And that was dumb, but whatever. Because <laughs> he didn't do anything. <laughs> I, he just didn't fight him. Yeah. 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 And that was also the alternate alternative Cho'Gall. So, and that's know. another reason why I didn't really yeah, count didn't, or didn't really do matter. anything. Really. I mean, it was, it was cool to see a familiar name and Cho'Gall being Cho'Gall, but... Yeah, it's like, okay, that didn't mean anything. Just like when you killed our villain. Doesn't matter, because we still yeah. got our other villain back. Yeah. Jerks. Stop making us care about wrong villain. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also get the fact that Cho'Gall was in Heroes of the Storm. Mm-hmm. Kind of fun fun to play when he first came out. If you were like playing him with a friend, that is, yeah. at least. Without a friend, it's, it don't It don't. It's very him. annoying if you're trying to pub that. I don't even yeah. think you could. I think you had to have a friend. I don't I think remember. At the very beginning, or you had to pug it enough to get him as a pug enough times in order to get it. I don't like it's. I don't that was a while ago. Yeah. But yeah, so you get the whole you know attachment to the old gods and Twilight's Hammer Clan and all of that, and it's yeah, he's he's, he's a good dude. He's he's an ogre mage. He's a double-headed guy and they yeah. argue with each other, and it's, it's a whole thing. But I think my favorite like kind of tie-in for Chogall would probably be Garona, right? Like. Because, yeah, yeah, you know, he was on the Shadow Council. She was kind of like Goldan's gopher. And so there was all and she hated him. So she always wanted to kill him. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, she pretty much hated everyone on the Shadow Council because well, Goldan's a jerk. And there that's you go. true. That's so, yeah. very true. All right. That's that's enough. Chogall. He's he's a cool lunatic. Uh, let's jump into Deathwing. The, the other cool lunatic that went crazy. And then we got a whole lot more backstory for for uh, in uh, Dragonflight. I really like Deathwing as as like, you know, that's again, my, I go back to my whole thing of we, we had a chance for some build up and to learn about him. And we've we've learned more <laughs> since yeah. then. And we and like we've seen before this expansion and not during this expansion, how his actions have impacted many things. And it's been fun to follow him and it's been even more fun to learn more about him this expansion. So. I, th- I think he's a pretty good villain. What do you think? I think he's a he's definitely grown on me because, again, kind of Deathwing has a very interesting past. With the, uh, the 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 game franchise where originally he was just like a big, bad, scary dragon in Warcraft 2 that I think Richard Knack was like, OK, I'll take that and run with it. And he created the dragon aspects and all this kind of stuff in his books and and the Deathwing, he was the betrayer. We didn't know anything. He was just a big, scary dragon. He's like, oh, I created the dragon soul. 
that's that's the name of the second book in the trilogy for War of the Ancients is Dragon Soul or Demon Soul. I don't remember. Whatever. Yeah, he's so interchangeable. It doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, and old old Deathwing is involved with that. So Cataclysm. At first, I was like, literally. So here's here's the funny thing. I'll, I gotta bring you back. Tell you a little story. So Do this it. was one of the first times I had watched uh, BlizzCon was when they announced Cataclysm, and I was like, oh cool. Hey, everybody. I think I was like 24, 25 at the time. <laughs> <laughs> a little young. Long time ago. Uh, anyway, and they're like, and Chris is up on stage. He had hair wrecked in. It was, it was, it was dark. <laughs> We're all getting old. I mean, look at this, look at this shit. I'm all, We're all getting old. <laughs> anyway, and he's like, and then what's going to happen? We got Deathwing Destroyer. And I was sitting there going, who's that? Uh, I don't know who that is. I just played Wrath and <laughs> BC. There's a big scary dragon. I don't know who that is. So initially, I was like, I don't know who this. Um, and then you know we played through the expansion. We kind of learned who he was. So obviously, it didn't have that grab you friggin' uh, factor that Arthas did because you know he was true, like the big bad from Warcraft Three that had me literally. That's why I started playing the game. Um. So and I didn't know who he was. And but now that we know a whole lot more and we also know a whole lot more of his backstory and we know a whole lot more of like what he's done after we war after you know reading uh you know War of the Scaleborn, you know, you get to see him when when he's cool, but also he's oh no, he's doing some bad business. Yeah, I like all that kind of stuff. It was good. I enjoyed I enjoyed the characterization of Deathwing. He, he had a lot of cool build up. It just was built up in reverse order. We got to kill him, and then we learned his backstory later. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I think ultimately, because I mean, we, we've learned some things over the years, but and, and we had the whole thing and during Wrath with um, Maligos. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Like we, we learned more after he died and then we learned even more recently. And, you know, we, we we've gotten to learn more about how the old gods impacted him and we've learned even more now that they'll how the old gods have impacted him so it's it's a character that is dead but somehow his story is still building yeah and they're making us care about him more yeah that's so uh, pretty decent job so if, you, if you're the kind of person that likes to read the books and stuff like that it's yeah. pretty interesting that he's just like he he came in as this big dragon that was like i'm gonna burn you all down because right, I didn't, uh, when it first came out, I didn't know any of the, well, I didn't know much of the lore other than Arthas, Kelly Hey, right. that was pretty much, <laughs> that was the extent of my knowledge of all the lore stuff. Yeah, so when I, I, you know, after reading like the War of the Ancients, and I was like, oh, this guy's cool. And then after, you know, War of the Scaleborn uh, and playing through Dragonflight, you know, Aberus, all that kind of stuff. It's just like, okay, you, why are you making me care about this guy that's been dead since the Cataclysm expansion? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. They just like to like keep bringing in the the old fan favorites. Hey guys, remember remember Deathwing? He's back. He's back. We got more to tell you. <laughs> he did some stuff. Let me let me just retcon that in there. There's a smidge. That's all right. <laughs> right. All right. You ready to move on to Mists, or do you have anything else to say yeah. about Deathwing? No, let's let's move on to Mists. Mists. All right, so um, with Miss, we had a bunch of interesting villains. And during the Jade Boris questing, we were kind of the villains. Oops. True. But we got to talk about Leishan a bit. Only because... The Thunder King. Leishan, 
he's got the coolest backstory and I, I, I love him. I love him because basically you don't really get any backstory in the game. They're just like, oh, this is a big scary dude. He's a big scary dude. And this angel I brought him back. And then they released um, Chronicle and you read his backstory. You're like, this dude is awesome. <laughs> Would you like to share that backstory with the class, Jin? Sure. So um, he was obviously a Mogu. He was a big Mogu. And yep. they were they were palsy wowsy with old Ra Den because they were Titan Forge creations. And then one day, he, he's like, where'd Ra Den go? Because Ra Den got sad. He got a case of the sads. Well, Lei Shen was like, you know what? One day, he's like, you know what? I'm going to prove myself as the biggest, baddest mother effort of them all, and I'm going to find Ra Den. I'm going to find out what happened to him. And he did. He found out what happened to him. And he was really disappointed in old Rotten. <laughs> He's like, you pansy little punk. Uh, and he took his power. <laughs> yeah. He's like, pow, pow, pow. Give me that. Uh, so he like took the power of a titan. Because within Rotten, or actually he had set it aside. He was like, oh, I took it out and put it in a vial. And then Rotten was like, I don't mind if I do. Uh, and then he got the power of a titan. And that's why he's big old crazy uh, Thunder King. And the only way, the only way that they were able to defeat him the first time, and the reason why the Zandalari had to bring him back and be one of the like, literally the best raids of all time, because, man, oh, I loved I loved that freaking raid. So good. Uh, anywho, it's the turn to the Forge of Origination on him. That's just... <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's just awesome. Hello, hello. The beep boop. They're just like, um, just delete him. Just, yeah, just, de- just delete him. <laughs> And that's the only way they could do it. They basically turned a big, a beautiful, lush jungle into a desert just to kill him. That's what they did. Yeah. That's why old that's why Oldham looks the way it does. It used to be really pretty. Now it's now it's the desert. Because they killed Leishan. So there you go. That's why that's Leishan, everyone. He's an awesome boss. But you have to read you have to read Chronicle to get all that awesome facts, which is kind of sad. It didn't, really, it didn't have all those cool cutscenes to ca- uh, sprinkle in the all those fun story beats. Karen Gregory was still working on the technology to get that stuff in there. Uh, it was still it's early phases. They were they were too busy with Harrison Jones cutscenes. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I think like at that time, like I as someone who took a break from the game towards the end of Cataclysm and didn't come back until maybe three-fourths of the way through Pandaria. So I had to spend that time, like, catching up with everything I missed. Like, I I personally didn't get much of a chance to get to know Leishen until I started reading Chronicles and everything. And, I mean, I, I was definitely sleeping on his story. It's, it's pretty good. It's one of my favorites. That's, like, literally one yeah. of my favorite lore facts in, the, in all of the World of Warcraft history is there's a forge that they created to basically unmake the planet of Azeroth and just start from scratch. They turned it on to kill him. <laughs> That's how bad he was. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of awesome, Garrosh. I like Garrosh. He's a good villain. Garrosh. He, I don't know. On one hand, like he was a good villain. He's a great but villain. What are you talking about? Well, it just, they kept bringing him out. <laughs> he was always around. <laughs> like by the time we got to kill him again, oh, this is the I second time in Shadowlands. We're ignoring that. In part. Shadowlands, I was just—you just needed to die. Yeah. Just go away. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't. We got to kill him. Other time. Yeah, 
The first time, it was Thrall. The second time, he did it to himself. <laughs> I don't care. You just need to go away. <laughs> go away, Garrosh. You're not fun. Just go away. No one likes you. I'm except, done with you. Except Jen, apparently. He likes you because he's cool. And you're you, like... You, okay, you talk to us about him. Because he's got daddy issues. That's the problem. He does. He's got That's daddy issues. True. So, at first, he thought his daddy sucked. And here comes Thrall in his infinite wisdom said, hey, I know your dad, and he's awesome. And Garrosh is like, what? I've been told all my life that my dad sucks because he was the first one to drink the blood. Blood of Manoroth. Right. He was real thirsty that day, and he was cutting in line. Well, that's why my dad sucks. And Thrall's like, nah, man. Bro killed Manoroth. He set us all free. You know how your eyeballs went? Oh, wait, you have brown skin. Never mind. He didn't set you free. <laughs> you were fine the whole time. He had the red plague. <laughs> All right. right. Uh, anyway, me, uh, I used to have red glowing eyes when I had the bloodlust. We had the bloodlust. Uh, anyway, uh, that's gone now. It's gone. You think your daddy? He did it. And then Garrosh is like, oh, I'm allowed to be proud of my family name. I'm going to make Papa proud. He took it a little too far. So like a I said, little. Yeah. <laughs> a we little. We did a really cool cutscene where he took it way too far, where he's like, if all of Azeroth will burn in my rage after he like kicked the freaking heart into the, you know, the veil of veil of turn of blossoms. Yep. Oh, oh god, <laughs> love that cutscene. Friggin' It was good. We it was good. When the friggin' Terran Zoo was just up cutting and he's just like, bitch, come here. I <laughs> <laughs> love Garage, it was great. <laughs> He was a great villain just because, one, you actually got his backstory. You enjoyed the progression because for a long time, he was a good guy. He was like, kill him. If you were playing Wrath, he's like, he's a great guy. He's a good guy. He's doing some work. He's a, he had some anger issues. Yeah, he was a hothead. He was a hothead because he thought he was friggin', you know, the cat's meow. Right. He's <laughs> <laughs> just, just going and doing whatever they want. Yeah, he's like, yeah. That's why That's why he hung out with Varrock, right? I mean, Varrock almost became cool because he was... Freaking Garrosh's babysitter. Yeah. That's why that's why so many people learned who he was. Because he was hanging out with Garrosh saying, cool it, dude. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Don't. So yeah, that's Garrosh. He got told to stop it a lot. And then, then he didn't. He didn't stop. He kept going. He, he accidentally killed Karen. Sadly. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is I was actually thinking about this when I was thinking about Garrosh. That actually pissed him off. Pissed him off real bad. It did. Yeah. Because he's like, dude, if I was going to kill Karen, I wanted to snap his neck with my hands, not with sissy little poison. Come on. Fight like a man. He would have rather died to Karen than kill him the way he did. So that's one of the reasons why I'm like, all right, Garrosh, you're. Okay, yeah, right. that's fair. Yeah, right. So, that's my opinion on Garrosh. He's he's a good, he's a great villain. I am not in the camp of Garrosh did nothing wrong though. So, don't. okay, that's that's good. At least I'll okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll I'm not that. in that camp, right? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Uh, I just liked him as a villain. He's a good villain. All right, warlords. Ew, gross. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about it real quick. Uh, we're going to talk about Gul'dan. Kind of. Because he's kind of there. But we he is kind of there. It just, again, you know, just kind of there. 
was, you know, smattered around here and there. And I feel like Warlords was used to build Gul'dan's villainous story up. Yeah. So I, and then, you know, when Legion brought him back out, like, I I thought it was good. Yeah. He wasn't, like, main boss thing that we killed, but... I like Gul'dan only because, and I I gotta tell you, I liked him when, I I guess, because that's the thing, I've never quite gotten an answer, or if I really know, is the original Gul'dan, like, our universe Gul'dan, is that a different Gul'dan than we saw in the freaking, like, little harbinger or whatever they the, the legion was called i think it was harbinger i don't know anyway harbringers or warbringers i don't you know those this clips what are they talking about yes i think in yes. warlords it was warbringers yeah i think it was warbringers all right so when they did the goldan one and they made him like the crotchety old man and he got picked on and he got tossed out because he's he sucked being an orc he's like you're a scrying old orc he sucked being an orc so get out of here right I didn't. I didn't want. A, I didn't want a backstory for Gul'dan. I wanted Gul'dan to be evil for evil's sake, right? <laughs> I just. I just wanted him to like being evil because that's the. That's the Gul'dan we had. He's just. He's a senior psychopath. He found out that a demon was controlling his boss, and his his thought process wasn't. Oh no! I need to help my boss. He's like, oh, I'm gonna trick my boss. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take his place. I'm gonna. I'm going to work with the bad guys. That sounds fun. <laughs> right? So him having that backstory of, you know, being kicked out by his, his clan, his village, and then him turn around and killing every one of them. That doesn't, uh, that doesn't do anything for you. No, just no. Like I would have just been, it would have been better if it was like, Hey, I'm Goldan. I just burnt your village down because I got some Goldan. Oh, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> used to live there. No. I just, I just thought it was fun. <laughs> He's, he is the quintessential chaotic evil character. <laughs> Dude, it's just nuts. He is. He absolutely is. Right? I mean, Goldan, at least the original Goldan, if you want to go back to the RTSs, he's the reason, he's literally the reason that the freaking Horde lost the second war because he defected and Org right? Doomhammer had to go like, oh, shit, turn his ass around and go <laughs> chase him. It's like, get back here, you little bitch. <laughs> and because of that, they lost the war. That little diversion base of that little mini civil war right here in the middle of the freaking war. Yeah, well, that, that doesn't help. That's, that's when the Alliance were like, oh, sweet, we'll capitalize on that. And it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, uh, I like Goldan. You like Goldan? I, I like Goldan. Yeah, he's he's good. He's good. Well, he's a tor- he's a terrible guy, actually. In fact, Goldan, in my opinion, I think it was Matthew Rossi on uh, the, the Lore Watch podcast that said this one time, and it's true. Goldan is the only person that knows he is not the hero of his own story. That's true. He's like, no. Yeah, he's not ew. trying to be either. I am not the hero. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. No, I'm not doing anything right. I'm Goldan. I'm terrible. All right, Archimon. As he, he, he that's that was the warlord's big bad boss. Yay! <laughs> I mean that uh, that fight was a pain in the butt. Yeah, it was with the little lions. Pew pew pew. pew. With a lot, there's a lot going there's on. In that a lot, fight. There's a lot. Especially I mean, it, it was, all mythic. 
right? For sure. It, there's definitely some interesting story with him. You got the whole kill Jaden and Velen and Archimon thing, which was cool. We, we've beaten him before. I, I don't know. Like, how, how did you feel about him? I, I wasn't like super like, oh my God, Archimon is such a good villain. I mean, he was just like, hey, I, I once climbed a tree in a video game and the little ghost killed me. That was Archimon to me. Like, yeah. Not until Legion when they drew, like tried to spice him up a little bit. And then they spiced him up a little bit with like some of the worker or the, the warlock, uh, you know, artifacts story backstories. And you find out that right. oh, he was a bad guy all along. <laughs> I was like, OK, he's a bad guy. I don't know. This this has been enough time with him. You barely know who he is. He's just like, oh, he's one of the generals in the Burning Legion. And I don't know, just kill Jaden because of that beef that he had with Velen. He's way more engaging where he's like, I'll, I'll chase you across the stars. Right. Archimon's like, I don't like you. I'm the destroyer. I destroy things. I don't know. <laughs> he's all right. Like, I don't think he's a piece yeah. of crap, but he's all right. Anyway. Do you, do you you agree that's that's kind of where especially in yeah warlord it's warlords all right we're done with that detour let's get into yeah, just move on yeah yeah all right so there's not a ton of bosses I mean we don't want to talk too much about like I mean what was there there's lady what was her what was her name the friggin night nightborn whatever chick I, I don't know I remember sort of an E or something like that I don't remember Elison there you go Elison Elise started with an E there you go time magic that was cool. I like her, but that was cool. And when you actually, you know, learn her story, like she's she's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I liked the with the tie-in with the dragon flight when the you know Elson yeah. had the had the discs. I was like, that was like, that's yeah, pretty cool. That kind of adds her story, but like she wasn't one of the main villains per se. And no, because one of the main villains was hey, guess what? He's back, everyone. Let's kill Jaden. Yeah, yeah. And now he's dead. We, dead. We were, We've already kind of talked about him. Yeah. He's dead dead. Yeah. And then there's Argus, of course. Wait. Okay, he's not really a villain. Let's talk about Sargeras instead. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of the problem in that whole thing. All right. Yes. Sargeras. Obviously, he's coming back at some point. Right. We pretty much... They, like, Chris Metzen said it on stage himself. He's like, the Titans are coming back. Sargeras is coming with him. All right. So... What's up with Sargeras? Was he? Do you like Sargeras? Because I I like him. I think he's cool. Yeah. The, again, one of my things. When we get enough backstory to make you care about it, and you get some build up and that kind of thing, like, and when you consider the the vast power he has and the fact that he could chippy chop whole planets with a single <laughs> swing, you know, and win a little cuckoo for cocoa puffs, right? Like it's. It's a whole thing with him. And when you do read Chronicles and all of that and get to learn more about him, you definitely like there is a feeling of of dread with him and just how powerful he is and how bad it would be if he was in power. It's true. It's true. The only thing that doesn't make any sense with Sargeras is that he doesn't just go around just chippy chopping all these planets in half. He's looking to kill all life. What's with the demons being invaded? Why doesn't he just start going? Got it. Done. Done. <laughs> I don't know. That seems more efficient. 
I mean, maybe, but maybe that takes more work. I don't know. Sargeras is dumb, everyone. That's what that's uh he's a cool villain, <laughs> but he's dumb because he could chop whole planets in half and he doesn't. Other when other than he tried to. I don't know if he tried to. He was kind of like more of a downward stabby motion. Stabby stab. <laughs> it wasn't like a swing. For for Azeroth, yeah. yeah. He, was, he wasn't swinging. He was he was no. poking. So he's a he's a he's a poker, not a swinger. I don't know. <laughs> but he was he was aiming for something. Yeah, that's what that's what Thrall said. He's yeah. Like, he's like very pointing at it, something. Stabbed here for a reason. Sagaris is a big tactician. I don't know, he's cool. I like the fact that, you know, our first friggin' mention of Sargeras was back in like Warcraft one. Right? Yeah. He was basically yeah. Space Satan back then. Uh and he still kinda is. <laughs> that didn't yeah. really change. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. And and his jailer is Illidan. Yeah. And Illidan's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna poke him in the toe. Because I'm Jax. Forever. Forever. Alright, uh, Battle for Azeroth. Um, we're kind of the villains for a long time. And then there was, there was Gahoon. Yeah. And then we killed each other. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. <laughs> take that, Horde. You, know, you take that, Alliance. And we fought Jaina. That was an awesome fight. Um... And then we had to kill the Zoth, because I don't remember what came after Jaina. <laughs> Probably missing a raid tier in there. <laughs> I just don't remember what it was. There's also the Crucible of Storms, but that's, I don't know, let's more tied into the Zoth, so we'll just stick with the Zoth. That was Squishy Eyeballs. Yeah, Squishy Eyeballs tied into the Zoth. So yeah, there you go, the Zoth. And Allie's like racking a raid to see if... <laughs> I'm missing a raid. I'm tired. Like I'm missing a raid in there somewhere. There's I know. I know there's. Somewhere. And we don't care. <laughs> At least I don't care. You sure about that? Oh, well, someone, someone cares. So let's. let's Maybe. Let's, let's see. All right. So we got Gahoon Battle for Dazarlor. What was eight point two? I think it was eight. Yeah, it would have been eight. Eight. Old dear. Old dear. Yeah. Eternal Palace. Queen Ashara. Oh, Queen Ashara. Wow. What happened? What happened in my brain? We broke it. Everyone had Does that I mean in Ashara? your brain, Queen Ashara is not a good villain? No. It means that when I wrote these. Because did not even list her. <laughs> when I wrote these notes, I just forgot about her. As you've clearly witnessed right here. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember what's in between these two things. Queen Shire is the greatest friggin' uh, villain this game has ever had, other than maybe Arthas. I don't know about greatest, but I she's, love Queen she's definitely up there. She's the best. She's so freaking cool. <laughs> Queen Shire to me is like, like she is what I, what a loon could have been, right? Because I'm just pissed off at this point with a loon because I went to Emerald Dream yes, and you she's are. like. No, <laughs> uh-uh. screw you. Uh, so I'm, 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 I'm kind of, kind of on the outs with the loon right now. I just, we're seeing other people or something. I just, it's just, uh-uh. I don't like it. <laughs> but Queen Ashara, she was this ever looming figure for so long. Like there was a freaking zone named after her in Classic, right? And there was mention of her in Warcraft Three. You know, Lady Vaj was there, and all oh, Ashara, and then the Naga, and everything like that. She's been this horrible thing forever. And then Battle for Azeroth comes along and Jin forgets about her. What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> no, she is 
literally one of my favorite characters, and I cannot wait to see her back because she's coming back, baby. And she so is. I kind of like. I kind of want to hold my thoughts on her until after we see what happens with her down the road. Why are you thinking she's gonna like blow it? She's gonna trip at the finish line. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know what they're doing right now with her, and I really want to know. It bothers me that I don't know. So, yeah. I, I want to know. Overall, though, I mean, again, she she has made and done things that has greatly impacted the story. Oh, yeah. Very villainous. You know, you got the whole uh, Well of Eternity situation with her wanting to marry Sargeras, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, you, you got the whole. Uh, obviously, 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 you got the whole thing with, you know, Bow for Azeroth and everything with her there, like. And she kind of showed up here and there, and it was kind of that that ongoing threat during a chunk of it. So that was pretty cool. So so far, she's she's pretty decent. I'm I'm fully holding my judgment until we see what happens with her. All right, all right, all right. Well, we'll we will see what happens with her. So I just I I love her. She's she's the best. Can't I cannot wait to see more of her. I just thought, I love the fact that they were able to manage to build her up for so long and actually like go, quit us. All right. We all went. Ah! <laughs> right. It's kind of what happened. That's true. It is. The little cutscene with, with, the, with the boats. We went down and we're like, holy shit. Died. <laughs> that was good. I like that. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And then even you know, a little, little puppy boy again was like, oh shit. Oh shit. I don't like the water. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> And then also he, true. And then it was probably <laughs> like, oh shit, there's supposed to be water here, and there's not. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's, it's bad. And also, I love the fact that Queen Ashara just capitalized on the fact that we don't clean up after ourselves. So, she's like, oh, you guys left a tide stone over here? Don't mind if I do. Yeah, that's true. I still kind of <laughs> want to know how that happened, but yes. We're idiots. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we always do the smartest things. Uh, right. Speaking of the smartest things, how about Nazoth? Because he is a clever boy. He is. On one hand, I thought he was a good villain. I am biased because old gods, and I want to know all the old god things. And it seems like he may have had more Im- impact on the story than we initially realized. But on the other hand, I don't know. Just the the way he was, we we ended him with that expansion. Felt a little lackluster and it could have been more. Yeah. It was hard to not let that ending of that raid kind of muddy how we feel about Nizoth being good or bad. Yeah, it 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 felt like it could have had a little bit more build up, a little bit more, a little more rumination, a little something. I mean, it was fun that we got to see Andu and Punch Rathian, but we wanted more than just maybe a patch with Nizoth. I mean, now granted, we really kind of only had a patch with Yogg-Saron. And granted, we really kind of only had a patch with Cthulhu. So it's not like we they were differing from the norm when it comes to old gods. Yeah. But you've been trying to build up Nazoth for ages. Like back in the Cataclysm, it's like he's the reason why Cthulhu... Or not Cthulhu. Why... like Nazoth was like the reason Deathwing was as senior psychopath as he was. Right? If, if Deathwing was just the henchman... Friggin' Nazoth was the evil genius in the background that was scheming and doing all the things. It's like, cause it was awesome. He's a good, he's a cool dude. 
even though the logistics and chronicle don't make any sense when it says that Nazoth was under the water for 10,000 years or 1,000 years or something like that when Gashar died because it didn't make no sense if you look at the map. He was on land. Whatever. <laughs> right? <laughs> Anywho, uh, I like Nazoth, but yeah, he did kind of have a, a strangely lackluster ending. And I don't, I couldn't tell you why it felt lackluster because they really tried to build it up. They're like, look, look, it's attacking Oldham. You gotta go, you gotta go help. You gotta go push back the void. And then where the other zone it happened in? I don't know. <laughs> oh, Veil of Eternal Blossoms. Yeah, that's the other one that it did. There you go. Yeah. yeah, was yeah. Like, oh. It was nice to see it fixed up half the time. <laughs> yeah. Because the other it half was. the time it was under <laughs> attack <laughs> from blah, 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 blah. That just sounds like Olgar Murlocs right there. Yeah, they are probably are the, the gur gurgle <laughs> bins or something. I don't know. Whatever. Right. It's probably a thing. It's probably a thing. I don't know. I mean, Nazoth, yeah, he's pretty awesome because he's an old god. Yeah. Yeah. He, he he shares good company, I guess is what we're saying. He does share good company. It's true. And, and it it wasn't it. it the interest, the story intrigued me enough. And to learn, I liked learning how he impacted more of the story than what, you know, we initially knew. So that was pretty cool. And then obviously we had, they had the, the Zaltath connection, which kind of like bumped him up. And everyone's like, oh, and then his eyeball opened and we're like, that looks like something. I don't know, man, that's. That's a, your eyeball looks a little dirty is all I'm saying. <laughs> just a wee bit. Just a wee bit. Just, just, yep. Just, that's, that's, just a titty tad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, that, there's Nazoth, everyone. <laughs> there's Nazoth. Moving on. Yeah, uh, I just want to know who is the fifth old guy is. There you go. Dang, that's where I want to know. Maybe well, me too. Path. All right. You know what that leaves us, everyone? It's time for Shadowlands. I mean, we could talk about Savannah's just to, like, like not go there, but that's been done to death. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> She'll come yeah, back eventually when she's ready to not be annoying half the player base. It, it needs to... There need, we need a break. She needs to go sit on the bench in the mall, go find the Thanos, and just get, give us a little bit of a break, I think, for yeah. a little while. All right, all right. Well... We're not going to spend nearly as much time as we did back in episode 37, which was dedicated to explaining why the Jailer, or Zoval, was terrible. It was, just, it was awful. It was like, like, I cannot remember the last time I cared so little about an, a, a bad guy. Right? Because Sylvanas was alright there. Like, I was like, oh no, she's doing some stuff. And then she tried to shoot him, and I was like, okay, this is stupid. <laughs> it really was. And... Like the jailer with his setup and everything initially, you know, dropping Bane over the side there. Like, like I was I was ready to hate him. I was ready for that buildup. I was ready to care about him. I was like, ooh, ooh, this is this is gonna be a good bad boss. I'm I'm ready for this. Okay. Oh, this guy's got nipples. Just, Look at that. Well, there's that too. <laughs> Constantly seeing his nipples. But like in the end, like his story just fell so flat and it was just it was disappointing. Yeah, it was nothing but vagaries and crap, and it's like, oh, universe divided, cannot stand. Oh, okay, shut up. I, no one cares. 
Uh, oh, you would, you're never going to be able to withstand what comes. And what is that? Oh, I can't tell you I'm dead. Ah. Okay, fine. Yeah. You're an idiot. And no one get, cares. Like, I don't know if we're ever going to fully know the impact of COVID on Shadowlands. Nah, probably not. <laughs> Unless and Jason so, I mean, Schreier writes a book on it. Right, which you never know. But, right. like, like, so the jailer maybe at some point could have been more or was more, but they had to, maybe they had to cut some things, you know, in the middle, squish the sandwich together a little bit to make it all cohesive and actually work. And, Maybe some of the jailer stuff got cut out. We don't know. I don't know. Or or maybe it was just really rough riding with him. And yeah, yeah. I guess we'll never know. Well, yeah. Like I said, Blizzard didn't take our suggestions from episode thirty-seven to fix them. So we'll just uh, we'll just keep going. So after that fun little breakdown that we uh, ran through, um, how you feel about a Riddicrom being hyped up as big as bad? Do you think like kind of like how's how's he stack up, right? So far, I think he's stacking it pretty good. Because again, we've had some buildup in game. When you read the book, you get even more. Oh yeah, a lot more. Yeah, you definitely get a lot more. And again, it was just it was a like a like once we got rid of Razageth, like and he was free, like in game at least. Just not not, not talking about the book, just in game. He definitely like that threat was there and he was con- like we were constantly having to deal with him and everything he was doing or everything he told Frock to go do and and now that he is off with this artifact working with the void like it's a whole thing now and so there, there's potential there some solid potential for him to be a really good villain yeah so far and I could tell you this has been my favorite thing about a Riddicron is he does not overestimate his ability, right? He took centuries to prepare the world the, in the, yeah. war, the, the war of the scaleboard. And that's literally and, and that's, that's the thing I've really liked about him in the book and also in the game is characterization is very like consistent. So as soon as like as soon as we saw their their visage formed right that cutscene one of the first things he said was do not underestimate the mortals they killed Razagath they could do that to us too all right yeah he's like no we gotta take our time we get a plan and the fact that they write a book where a guy literally was taking hundreds of years it feels like he he's the perfect character that they can slide in as this long con kind of guy where he's like yeah hey everybody absolutely I would like to introduce myself. Name is Aridacron. Kind of cool, right? With rocky entrance. Flappy flap. I don't know. It was pretty cool. Yeah. My stone dragon form doesn't look very cool. Wait till you see my visage form, though. Way better. Way better. Visage form is great. So he kind of shows up on the scene and he just quick introduction. And then he gets himself a freaking mega dungeon and blows my socks off. And that is now officially my favorite dungeon because that's the coolest damn story I've ever seen in a dungeon. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm 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 freaking hyped for Riddicron, honestly. Like I I want more. And he's like, no, no, no. We're gonna let this stew. No, we got we gotta let it cook. Right? We don't we don't wanna rush out there too early. Remember what you just said about Nazoth? I was like, oh right, I'm here. And, oh shit, I'm dead. 
No, we don't want that. No. No, we want that like garage kind of treatment where it's like, hi, I'm garage. I'm sad. Don't be sad, buddy. Come on. And then you get right into wrath. He's like, you're a stupid thrall. I'm going to fight you. Mock right? He doesn't mock around. And then it gets a thing. And then, oh, no, he killed Karen. Oh, no. And then all this stuff happens. That's what I want for Eridicron. Come on. Let it, let, it, let it go. Let us do. And my favorite thing about the fact is that you empathize with him, too. Because you're like, yeah. I don't want your stupid order magic coming up in here and polluting everything. You're changing everything. I don't care if you think it's yeah. better. I liked it the way yeah. it was. Right? I like I like the guy. I'm super I'm, oh, I'm excited. Are you excited, Ellie? Because I'm excited. I'm excited. There there's just so much potential there. And now that I've finished the book, I like him even more than Ari liked him before. So it's uh it's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I'm curious to see in the end if he's gonna end up as an old god minion. <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs> thing I want to Discarded discarded like the tool he might be. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Cause they got I'm excited. Yeah. They got a lot of parallels with, uh, with old, old Deathwing. Exactly. But at the same time, Riddicron doesn't seem to be overly confident. Like, like Neltheri or not Neltheri. Neltherian. He's got a weird. Yeah. Neltherian or Deathwing. He seems to be like, yeah, I'm the biggest. I'm the best. Burp, burp, burp. He's kind of like got that chip on his shoulder. And Riddicron's like, mm-mm. Nope. I'm going to take my time. I will watch you until I know that I'm going to beat you. I don't want a fair fight. I want to win. But then I, I I just love the guy. He's And yeah, like you said, after after wrapping up the book. Yeah, I look forward to talking about it. He's a cool dude. And I think they are playing this one correctly, how they're not shoving him too much in the face and, and they're using it to like say, oh, and he's got the sisters. She's going to join you now. So, because she was kind of again you read the book and it's like again consistency where she got mad for one very specific reason and then they kind of made amends with Alex Shaza and then they're like okay I'm good with that because she's like hey the war is over dude <laughs> come on there's the titans are kind of gone the damage is done man you're not going to be able to undo it now like right. around us, we got locked up for like twenty thousand years. The we lost, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, and I just like, and then he's like, no, 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 long con, baby. I'm killing the Titans. It's very much long con. That's the thing, right? He, in his mind, he is just using this whatever is going on with the void as a means to an end because he is out to get the Titans. So I, f- I definitely find that interesting. It's not so much about the power the Void can give him to rule over everything. Ha ha. No, he just wants to kill the Titans. Yeah. He's like, no, I just want to kill the Titans. And I think yeah. that's why he may not be a tool because they, I don't think they can really mess with him. He's, he's, he's a very goal-oriented person. He really is. He is. He is. But at the same time, I just I feel, I feel, I feel like this is what the Void does. And he may think that he's smarter and can outsmart the void and he can use them. But the void is the void. And they're probably just going to use him. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm super excited to see his story play out. And I think he's got a good build up to be a good villain. Yeah. Now, if you're not super thrilled with how the dragonfly storyline has gone so far, because it's like, Oh, Razagath. And then she's just dead. And 
Oh, then we did this thing with a guy that I don't even really understand. Who was Sarkrath again? I didn't. I didn't roll. <laughs> I didn't roll. Oh, Sark. For, what was that guy's? The Drakthir? I didn't roll a Drakthir. Who's this guy? Because if you didn't roll a Drakthir, you'd have no idea who he was. <laughs> Not until you got to the Forbidden Reach and you're like, why is it? Why do I care about this guy? What's happening? <laughs> right. No, he's a big man. All right, and then we got Farak suddenly. And we're like, oh, Farak. Okay. And strangely enough, it seems to me that they're following the same pattern of like the order of operations in which they dealt with them in the book. All right. Practice yeah. is one thing, Veronoth did a deadly other thing, and Riddicron is in for the long con. He is he is in it to win it, baby. Doesn't matter. So yeah, I'm excited. It to is see the same order. It's very true. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just this time Veronoth was like, you know what? Switching sides. <laughs> yeah. Switching sides. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Again. All right. Uh, so a little bit of Zaltath. You excited with Zaltath? I mean, she may not make it past the war within. I don't know. I don't know. Did you just ask me if I'm excited about Zalatath? Of course you're excited about Zalatath. It's kind of like... Of like, course I'm excited about Zalatath. Why are you even... Three expansions? Asking? Of course I'm excited about Zalatath. You, you really want three expansions with Zalatath? Or are you just, just going to like say, bye. Have, that was fun with the War Within. I feel like Zalatath's story is going to be done by midnight. Midnight? All right. That makes sense. That could just... That could be me wanting her around. Um, that could be me wanting her to be the fifth old god and get a build up and deal with it in midnight. But I feel like I feel like midnight is when her story is going to be wrapped up. I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm feeling it. Feeling. All right. Well, yeah. Two expansions. Everyone loves Zaltath. She's been around since Legion. She's great. So uh, I'm excited for some Zaltath, too. And like there's going to be enough going on that. At least that we know of so far in the next expansion that hopefully it's not too much Salatath, right? Like, Sylvanas got to be too much. So hopefully it doesn't become to be too much Salatath. Like, we're not drowning in Salatath's story. Like, we actually get some other stuff mixed in there. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Other than in 1027, we're going to probably get a whole bunch of Salatath with the Harbinger well, yeah. quests. I mean, that's... It's got to Har- introduce Harbinger, it all, right? Harbinger. Yeah. Harbinger. I don't know. Har- I'm going to go Harbinger. Yeah. That's going to be good. All yeah. right. Now, since it sounds like we're, we're pretty psyched for these two characters, obviously there's going to be some new enemies introduced that we have no idea, but I think we're, I think we're, we're, we're jazzed. So, what are you thinking? Eridicron, what on your scale, where would you place them? Like, obviously we're not going to go through and, and rank them all. That's dumb. Um, Arthas, number one, obviously. Like, he's just, he's, you can't beat him. You can't beat him. Um, where whereabouts would you, would you put them? At Eridicron? least at least currently in in like how See, you're feeling about it, right? And that's kind of hard to decide currently because I still want to know what they're going to do with this story before I fully judge. So if I ha- if I had to pick now, definitely in the top five, I see potential for top three. But we'll see. What are you? What are you thinking? See, I don't know if I can go fully top three because my top three are probably. That's why I'm like hesitating. I'm going Arthas, Queen of Shara, and Gul'dan. I like those. I like the. I like that trio. They're good. Yeah, They're fun. Throw a little Kate Kill Jane in there because you know that Kelta Zud's great. I love him. So Riddicron's Riddicron's probably right around in that Kelta Zud 
area, but before, he's a, in my opinion, Aridacron is a more interesting character than even Deathwing, especially how Deathwing ended, where it's just like, oh, he's impaled okay. on the top of Dead Wormrest Temple, and he was a tool, and now he's he's dead. He's dead. Okay. And obviously he had huge impacts and everything and all this kind of fun stuff, but yeah, I think Eridicron, at least currently, how I'm feeling, we don't know how his story's going to end, but he is he is currently sitting at least above Deathwing. And I don't know where Illidan yeah. is because he's also kind of a hero. I don't know. He's weird. <laughs> he's Illidan. He's Illidan. He's a, he's a, he's a class of his own. <laughs> he's off on the side. Right. We, don't know where to, we don't know where to put him. He's in limbo. He's... Looking at, he's like, is that my hero? I don't know. He doesn't even know. He yeah, I, I don't know who get, gets his jollies from stabbing a titan twenty four seven, but apparently he does. So, cool. After hunting him and stuff, that makes a lot of sense. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Well, I think that is where we're gonna wrap it up. It's getting a little, little, little long. But hey, if we talk all about all the villains, we're gonna ramble. Obviously, that's what happens. This is true. This is true. This is true. All right. Well, I suppose you can go in and uh, do the job of the thing and the patrons and the stuff. The things and the patrons and the stuff. Well, um, no new reviews this week that we know of, but we do like to take a moment every episode to talk about the patron stuff. Because <laughs> as we mentioned, it's a part of the show where we like to say a quick thank you to all the patrons that support us and keep the show going. And if you'd like to join their ranks and support the show... You can do that by going to patreon.com slash live laugh lower for all the shenanigans that happened with the patrons. And while we are grateful for every single patron, hello all of you. Thank you. We're recording the February episode at some point. I forget when it's on the calendar, but it's on the calendar. We do like to give a shout out to Names our top patrons. <laughs> If <laughs> one just got edited, going it live. <laughs> going it live. Yep, going we're it go live. We're going it live. <laughs> That's how live it is, people. All right, top patrons. We have Slosh Adams, Monkey Valhalla, Vaki Monkey, <laughs> Chalil, Nick Lobre, Greg Lemus, Ikis, Nadun, Night Warrior, <laughs> Mud, Fardon, Dungeon Master Burke. Greybeard and your chorus. Thank you all so, so much. We truly appreciate all of your support. Y'all all the best. Thank you. Stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. All right. Don't worry, everybody. No political story today. Not, well, at least not exclusively American. Anyway, <laughs> this might be the first time. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't go back and check, but this might be the first time we've ever had a follow-up to a, to a positive story, right? Check it in. How's it going? Could, like I said, it could be wrong. <laughs> no. All right, back in episode 85, I talked up a whole story how Ghana approved the R21 vaccine for malaria. Well, right. that, vac that vaccine was still in the trial at the time, but I'm here to tell you, the amazing news is that the malaria vaccine has been approved and Cameroon is moving forward with 662,000 doses of the vaccine, which will be administered to children in the West African country. As they say in this article, it marks a scaling up of the fight against malaria in Africa, where 95% of deaths from the disease occur, most among children under five. Wow. 
We are not just witnessing, but actively participating in a transmortive chapter in, Amer in Africa's public health history, said Dr. Mohamed. I'm not going to try. Uh, the division head of the Africa Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, headquartered in Ethiopia, at a point online briefing with the World Health Organization. For a long time, we have been waiting for a day like this. It brings more than just hope. It brings a reduction in mortality and morbidity associated with malaria. And the amazing news is that another 19 African countries plan to introduce the vaccine this year with hopes that 6.6 million children could be reached. Deliveries are due to uh, Burkina Faso, Liberia, Niger, and Sierra Leone. And they are just among that they've already got the, the, the orders coming. So this is just awesome. amazing news. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, that is some fantastic stuff. I like hearing all this crazy stuff because, I mean, this is like one of the things that I think like Bill Gates has been trying to stop forever. And it's awesome. I just love it. But yeah, with that, we get out of here. That was quite the show. That was kind of a long one. Look at that. I didn't think it was going to be that long. It was fun. It was fun. Look at that. Good times were had by all. I hope. Be, be Except kind. the bad villains. Yeah. The bad villain. Stupid jailer. <laughs> it's the worst. Thank you so much for listening to Live Laugh Floor. If you have a topic or a question you'd like us to discuss, send us an email at lizlaughlorecast at gmail.com. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash livelaughlore, and you can keep the show going for as little as a dollar an episode. You can watch Ali live on Twitch Sunday nights over at twitch.tv slash and you can watch Jin Monday nights at twitch.tv slash joint. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at Jin's Joint, and you can follow Ali at Ali Anders K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care. <laughs>